Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Queen, I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. I just want Bethany to have common decency courtesy. Brendan, Brendan, Brendan. <laughs> what? Uh, a lot has happened over the course of this past week. I know, but first I just want to mention, J-Lo and Leah Remini are going to be starring in a movie together, and I couldn't be more excited. I already have my tickets purchased. You have your tickets purchased? No, I was just kidding. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know that was an option. It's like a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie Um, or something. I'm so excited. I don't even know what it's called. I vaguely know what it's about, but I'm excited to see them together. Second act. Second act. Uh, yeah. I mean, I watched that trailer while I was away this past weekend, mm-hmm. and I was gasping, I was laughing, I was <laughs> smiling. I love a J-Lo. Uh, this doesn't appear to be a rom-com, more of just a com-com. Yeah, it's it's not about romance, it's about, like, her career. Although there is uh, a romantic interest for J-Lo, one Milo Ventimiglia of This Is Us fame. And who else is in it that it, we were like, oh, this is in our wheelhouse? There's someone else. Uh, there's that guy. Oh, Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens is in it. <laughs> She's into J-Lo right now. There's also that one guy who he was on, I want to say, Scandal. Okay. And he also is like the co-creator of The Comeback with Lisa Kudrow. Oh, He's the gay um, guy. Dan Bukatinsky. Yes, yes, exactly. Star-studded um, cast. Only hoping that um, Michelle Visage is somehow involved. Yeah, she could be like another per- co-worker of theirs. Yeah. Maybe they could go in for reshoots. Or maybe um, VH1 could do some uh, Bravo-esque SpawnCon mm. with Michelle Visage promoting the movie, and she can talk about her friendship with Leah Remini. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful, but some stuff that's not beautiful. We had 
uh, a passing in the Bravo world this past week, right after we recorded, essentially, yeah, the been, morning we after. We found out Friday morning. Yeah. Um, so Dennis Shields, the on-again, off-again boyfriend of Bethany, um, it's also reported that they might have gotten engaged, but he um, was he died of an overdose in Trump Tower on Friday morning. Um, obviously, like, super sad and awful. Um, his assistant was trying to uh, administer uh, Narcane, mm-hmm. which, like, stops those kind of overdoses from opioids. Sure. Um, I think it's just, like, sad. Um, I think what the saddest part to me is that, like, the fans of Real Housewives of New York have, like, sort of gone insane, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like, there was, like, a photo posted of Carol Dorinda out with Caroline Stanberry, mm-hmm. and, like, the fans in the comments there were, like... Yelling at them? Next level yelling at them, and just, like, a full-out war, and it's, like... First of all, Carol, this was, like, her former best friend's boyfriend. So Carol obviously spent a lot of time with this person, probably. Mm-hmm. Carol, her ex-husband, or not her ex-husband, her husband died on the same exact day. So, like, she probably was grieving in her own way, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Like, she probably was like, I'm going to go out with, like, old friends, someone I know from London, and then Dorinda, and, like just have a good time yeah it's weird when the fans are screaming at these women telling them how to live their lives it's like so insane to me and like they're mean yeah they're like so mean yeah if you find yourself tweeting at or commenting on the instagram comments of a real housewife a bravo person at all it better be just like you asking for another season of Gallery Girls. Or you calling them your mother. Yeah. Just like, keep your trash talk to your, like, don't you have a friend to trash talk with? Yeah, or like, put it in like, a private Facebook group, like, come through Queen, and we can have a dialogue (laughs) there. Except, I would, I do want to uh, congratulate the come through Queen community. I feel like the conversation was very respectful. Right, because... People We're who mostly listen normal to this humans. are nice people. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, obviously sad for Dennis's. Like Dennis had an ex-wife. His own children seemed to be involved in. He was very close life. with his ex-wife. Yeah. Um, and then the funeral was over the week. Not over the weekend. It was Monday, maybe Monday, because Jewish people. It's three days, I think. Mm, right. Okay. Um, so Bethany was there. It was on Long Island. Um, it wasn't like it wasn't like Bobby Zarin's funeral where yeah. like all these people showed up. It was just Bethany just mm-hmm. grieving with the family. Um, but then the like added blow, which I think is like super unfortunate. Sure, Bethany had to go to a custody hearing this week um, because she's been having this ongoing issue with Jason Hoppy, her ex husband. Yep, and his lawyer said. Considering Mr. Shields' addiction, what does that say about Miss Frankel's parenting that she would allow this person to care for her daughter? This doesn't just constitute a lapse in judgment. This was downright dangerous parenting. 
Um, then he went on to say, there was a recent episode of the show in which she appeared to be intoxicated. She was running around with clothes on, without clothes on, and then she passed out. And it was said she passed out from mixing Ambien with alcohol. Our concerns are whether Ms. Frankel may have some type of substance abuse problem. So we would ask the court to order drug testing of Ms. Frankel to find out whether there's an issue. Um, the judge was super skeptical of these claims, obviously, and said, now that now you're throwing grenades across the table. So first of all, I don't know what episode of this show this refers to. Was it Mexico? No, I'm, I'm assuming they're referring to Cartagena. But was Bethany naked in Cartagena? I think, I feel like she was, wasn't she? I feel, was she naked and, like, drunk? Also, have they ever mentioned her mixing Ambien and alcohol? I don't know. But either way, it's not like Bryn is on these vacations with her. Right. And it's just like, the timing is so, to me, so dastardly and, like, evil. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, the week of. Like, the week, she just buried her yeah. fiancé. And, like, you're pulling out these yeah. claims. I mean, particularly against her is the what I find a little bit more egregious. Like, using the show. Right. Against her. Right. Uh... But that's terrible. And do you think that we'll see Bethany on the next season? It's it's real. I mean, I feel like a lot of balls are up in the air right now. I feel like Bethany is the type who will just be like, "Yeah, I want to show every like I want to show everything. This is my life. This is my life. This is like mm. what 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 else am I going to do?" And yeah. like keep on going with the show, but yeah. like. In the past six, in the past however many months, eight months, this show has just, like, gotten to be one of the darker of the franchises. Sure. I mean, obviously, Carol's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Not unreasonable to think things could be in question with Bethany. Mm-hmm. With Lou, I, I mean, I would imagine she would want to come back, but given what transpired over the past few months, maybe Bravo does not even want her back. I I don't know. Bravo put Kim Richards on the For show like many years. Many, many, many years. So I don't think they're gonna like Yeah turn against Lou because of that. And then on a related note, Jill's Aaron uh, She's is on the table, beard. obviously. But also the day Dennis died con- called up page six to give her official statement, which was a bit wild. That's like just so Jill's Aaron. <laughs> sure. Textbook Jill. <laughs> Textbook Jill. Um Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, but speaking of casting news and Carol Rideswell. Um, yeah, this is wild. We're gonna and, take a sharp turn. And as as a member of the Come Through Queen Facebook community mentioned, uh Michael Frazier, this is the most CTQ content he's ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, Carol Radswell was spotted lunching with a top ABC executive near the network's headquarters, and insiders had become convinced that Carol was set to join The View, which would be wild. But network sources tell Page Six that she's not getting a spot on the daytime talk show, which is, ar- in parentheses, which is arguably the only show in town that comes with as much drama as the one she's leaving. Apparently, the executive in question is an old pal of Radswell's from when Radswell worked for late newsman Peter Jennings. The source said they were just catching up. Nothing more. So, what? 
do you feel about this? My thoughts here are, number one, I do not want to watch Carol Radswell argue mm-hmm. with uh, certain people on that panel, um, certain conservatives on that panel, who actually are watchers of the show. Number two, an interesting question to me is... If this were to come to fruition, how Whoopi would react? Because there's a couple things. Whoopi usually, like, turns her nose up at, like, sort of, like, reality TV-type mm. people. Often. Not all, but often. Yeah. Um, but Carol has the Kennedy... Connection. Connection. Um, that I'm sure Whoopi would love. Mm. So there's that. And then... I just don't think this is true because they've already replaced Sarah Haynes. Apparently, they did? Abby oh, with Abby Hutzman, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like one hundred percent announced by the network yet, but although I, I think it was announced that she left Fox News, yeah, which is like the first shoe to drop for this sort of thing, right? And so it's obvious that they're going the way of wanting to give Megan like an ally, yeah, because um, Abby Huntsman literally has the same exact resume as Megan. Sure. Um, both of their parents ran for president. Both of them sort of like became well known for like being like a different kind of like conservative daughter during that time. Both of them went to MSNBC. Both of them went to Fox. Yeah. So and now it's the next stop on the train. Yep. All aboard. Uh, yeah. I mean, Megan is always complaining that she wishes she had, an ally on the show. Mm-hmm. So that will be interesting to see how that plays out. But I would like to see Carol just cause I'm going to miss her. Oh, my other thing that I brought up is that there is potential for her to play sort of like a role that Paula was playing in the last couple of years where like Paula would fill in sometimes. Oh, so that's like, perfect. Like on a Friday or like when someone was gone, we all know that Carol doesn't have like, the best worth work ethic nowadays. <laughs> that was actually the thing that popped in my brain that made me think this was not true the most. Thinking of Carol committing to five days a week for most weeks out of the year. And like pretty early hours because you have to get there and like do everything. Like prep Sit for around, the show. Talk about the hot topics. Um, she would be great for a cool Carol Friday. I mean... I will say, when she was doing her book tour for Widow's Guide, she did make an appearance on The View. It was back mm. when Barbara was still on the show. And Barbara was like... Barbara, like, remembered her from back in the day. Sure. was sort of, like, talking about her glowingly. Yeah. Um, back then. I mean, we haven't seen Barbara in a few years, but I don't think Barbara has any control over anything of the show, but they might take her, like, opinion. Yeah. She could be, like, the godfather. Like... She gets Barbara's blessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know the Godfather, but sure. No, just kind of like the one who's like just overseeing all this. Like the Caroline Manzo? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like Barbara Walters still has to have like her hand in the jar with us somehow. We can get into my thoughts about what's going on right now with Barbara offline. Sure. um, Because I don't want to speculate. But um, yeah, that's that. Okay. Okay, so tell us about Danielle Staub and her husband. So this has been really building up over the past few weeks and months to something crazy. And -hmm. given the fact that she and Marty Caffrey got married in May, 
the timetable is just wild. Is do they get married within the shooting time? Like, will we see any of it? I believe there were cameras there. Okay. I, I think we reported on that. At it's some like point. wild, like. Jersey Housewives is filmed right there, but I'm like, I never have any idea what's going on. Whereas, like, New York, New York I feel like I always have a clue as yeah. to, like, what's happening. Sure. Jersey, it's, like, across the river, and it might as well be a Through million miles away. <laughs> uh, so, page six reports, Danielle Staub already obtained a restraining order against her husband, Marty, McCaff- Marty Caffrey, but now he ne- says he needs a protection from her. So, what she claimed in order to get her protection, this is her side of the story. Staub said she arrived home and found Caffrey had disengaged their garage door so it wouldn't open. When the other two doors opened, she found her husband standing in the garage. He appeared to be under the influence of alcohol, agitated and confrontational. Side note, this sounds like out of a horror movie. I know. Uh, She claimed that that she wanted to avoid fighting with him, so she went straight to her bedroom. But after hearing a disturbing noise in another area of the residence, she walked downstairs and found Caffrey. Then she realized that several of her family portraits of her children and other sentimental framed photographs had been taken down, causing her to be upset. Wait, what? She found Caffrey doing what? Just standing there? I guess removing these photos from the walls. And that's what made her come out of the room. And then she saw that the photo was missing. Okay. So I think, like, 911 is... I think he actually calls 911, mm-hmm. but he, she tells her side of the story to the police, and they give him, like, 20 minutes to get his belongings and get out of there. Okay. And then he gets a restraining order against him. So then, following that, he filed for a restraining order against her. Okay. So, she, and his claims are really wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, he claimed she has been angry since Thursday after receiving a letter from his attorney indicating he was filing for divorce. He also admitted that he removed photos of her daughters from the home. The pictures were later recovered in his car by police. Mm -hmm. He claimed that she appeared disheveled and under the influence of something. So he went to his office to avoid her. Instead, she continued to scream throughout the house according to the order. Allegedly, she entered the office behind him, picked up the iron, and raised it as if she was going to throw it at him. She threatened to stab him in the neck as well. He detailed other occasions where he claimed she attacked him. He reported that in July, she was standing in the bathroom doorway when he exited the shower, even though he had locked it. When he asked how she got in, she reportedly told him, I have experience, which scared him. He also claimed that on unknown dates, she has hit him in the face and chest, thrown items at him, including a stapler and kitchen utensils, and goes on quote-unquote, screaming tangents loud enough for the neighbors to hear whenever uh, he disagrees with her, including derogatory things about him and his children. Over the past year, she has threatened to stab him in the neck at least a dozen times, he alleged. He also claimed she tried to hit him with her car because he wanted to park in one of, park one of his cars in the garage. Jeez. So, So Danielle's rep says, The claims being made are beyond preposterous and clearly a knee-jerk reaction to Danielle's filing. I cannot imagine there is a single person gullible enough to believe any of this nonsense. If even 10% of these claims were true, any normal person would have already filed for divorce, or better yet, not marry the person in the first place. This is laughable. Uh, So apparently Staub has already retained legal counsel to move forward with divorce proceedings, Mm -hmm. although nobody has filed yet. A couple married in Bimini Beach... Ceremony back in May. Their marital difficulties became public last month. 
as reported here on Country Queen as well, with Caffrey releasing a statement to the media regarding his grievances with her. This is her third marriage. That's all, like, wild. Well, like, his claims are, like, wild. Yeah. And ultra, like, specific and crazy to even think of actually occurring. But her claims are, like, weird to me because, like, they don't seem to be that intense. Yeah. Uh, There could have been more to it all. Uh Uh-huh. But this is just kind of a... The family photos. The family photos. Really a dark... Thing to do. Where to was go he going to bring them? Just take them? Get rid of them? <laughs> I don't know. It's like really not nice. But I don't know if filming has wrapped up for New Jersey. I think it has. I feel like it has. Really? I don't even know what's going on. Like, would you... I, we've heard rumblings of people being added to the cast, I think. Yeah, I've heard something about, like, people being added. Um, Margaret was up in the Berkshires with Dorinda. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's trying to get an apple with all that's going on there. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I just feel like this season is going to be not the best. Although, with all the stuff going on with Danielle, like, she's keeping it interesting. But, like... If it's already wrapped, then we're not going to see any of the interesting stuff. I I want to say they wrapped like in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that'll be interesting to see how it plays out either uh-huh. way. But let's. They better add just like just like give them like eight wives, and just like see how the oh, season yeah. goes. Shake it up, like add a bunch of people, and then just like see who falls to the top or raise I don't know what's the rises to the top rises to the top I mean that's always been the problem with New Jersey is there's so so few housewives on the show there's been multiple times where it's just been like four of them yeah let's get an army in there yeah let's give a whole army of women a bushel of tomatoes see who (laughs) who lasts battle royale oh my god uh so let's move it right along we have four housewives shows to discuss it's that season again it's like wild things are wrapping up they need to they need to stagger it better i think they like to do this overlap of reunions airing while new shows are picking up Mm -hmm. to kind of get you hooked in before they lose you right uh so speaking of reunions potomac uh i feel like we were told at some point it was three parts and it's now been said to be two parts who told us it was three parts? I don't know. I just remember be- thinking, oh, good for them. They got a three-parter. Yeah, but I, here, I, here I am. I don't know if we need three parts from yeah. any anywhere anymore. Yeah, I agree with you. I certainly agree with you. But we'll probably get a four-part Beverly Hills one. Oh, my God. Bring a book. <laughs> uh, but it seems like... Here's my, my problem with Potomac. It's definitely livelier than past years. Mm-hmm. But comparing it to the previews of New York, what I like in a reunion is for for new things to come up. Right. New conversations to be have. Mm-hmm. had. I don't like rehashing too much and clip packages mm-hmm. and this and that. Uh, and we do have some stuff going on. I mean, we learned that Karen's dad died two weeks prior to the filming of this I cried reunion. at the end of this episode. Wow. <laughs> it was so raw. Like, she just... It was like a third... It was filmed on a Tuesday, and she, she had, like, gone to the funeral on Thursday. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Yeah, I cried. Um, someone said that she shouldn't be having this reaction because she's a 55-year-old woman. <laughs> but I disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, I think we discussed this last week, but I have not been paying attention to the fact that Monique is almost five months pregnant. We've known. Yeah. Like, we've known. I remember the Instagram post, and I don't even follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I don't follow her on Instagram. And the other revelation is Ashley turned 30. It's, like, sick. It's so (laughs) sick. I was thinking about it, and, like, the newer housewives, like, Ashley and, like, Gina, they were, like, how old were they when the first... Gina, it's more jarring because she's on the show with these people. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, like... When OC premieres. She was, like... How old? I mean, Ashley was was maybe still in high school. Ashley might have been... How many years did it premiere? Well, we're on season 13 of OC, right? Yeah, but it premiered in 2006, right? Okay. 2006 is when it premiered, so yeah. that was 12 years ago. Okay. So Ashley was... 18. 18. Yeah. And then Gina was... Still in college, which Wait, is wild. Well, yeah, Gina is 33 now, I Gina's think. Gina's like Brianna's age. Yeah. That's really weird. I know. <laughs> uh, but before we get to OC, let's wrap up this Potomac chat. Uh, other tidbits that we learned, Karen's Walmart wig bags. Yeah, but it's, she was like, it's a Walmart bag, but that's carried inside a Louis Vuitton. Mm, yeah, yeah. So that made it better. I mean, the Grand Dame always has the <laughs> finest. Uh, it was funny when Karen, when they were talking about, like, Monique's drinking, and then Karen and, and Ashley started getting into it, and Karen was, like, shouting, I would never be alone with you drinking, Ashley. <laughs> um, I did like how Andy said... Well, um, Ashley, in almost every scene, you have a corona in your yeah, hands. Yeah, I know. It's something that we all I feel enjoy. like, and I don't want to take credit for, for this, but I feel like we were the first to talk about the coronas. Well, it was not going to be Andy because he really doesn't watch Potomac and Dallas. Right. Though you can tell somebody's prodded him to like act excited about Dallas. He has tweeted more about Dallas in the past week or two than over the course of the past two years. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so the other tidbit that I thought was interesting that we didn't know was what Chris really said to Candace. Oh, yeah. Like, instead of the, the princess comment, which made no sense, mm-hmm. like, for her to be so upset over the princess thing. So, apparently, what he really said was, don't let the show go to your head because you ain't shit. and then in this household we were talking like Alex and I were talking could you imagine like us shouting at each other you ain't shit (laughs) it's just like such a weird weird yeah I actually could see that (gasps) no Uh (laughs) get out of here (laughs) when you're yelling at Alex when do I yell (laughs) always I yell at you more than him (laughs) oh my god I wish you would release the tapes of you yelling at me <laughs> there, there are no tapes. What are you going to call Omarosa? <laughs> you deleted the tapes because they it did happen. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> you're a lunatic. I liked uh, Ashley going after Candace and Chris in terms of talking about the chef that owns a percentage 
of Oz. It was so... This conversation was so season three of Beverly Hills. Mm. Camille talking about the ownership of Sir. And also, I feel like talking about the Maloof ownership of Palms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does Lisa own all of Pump? No, I think Guillermo's in there. Is Guillermo in Tom Tom? That is TBD. I don't know about that. Because mm. I remember, like, during the construction of Pump, I feel like Guillermo was, like, there. Helping he's a, out. He's a calming force to me. I've been... I was rewatching mm. seasons two and three of Vanderpump Rules. What about Natalie? <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but she didn't say that to Natalie. She said that to, like, a oh, manager. The manager. kind of looks like Natalie. Yeah, I always get confused. Yeah. With the manager and then Natalie. Mm. So, I guess, like, the last big thing is is Karen's breakdown. And it seemed like... It was started by the fact that Giselle wasn't being supportive. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't answering calls or something. Or yeah, something. There's something off in their friendship. Yeah, but the sisterhood did come together at the end. I know, and I do want to also applaud Giselle's performance during this reunion. She is the best fighter and arguer. Mm-hmm. On this panel. I love Giselle so much. Yeah. I don't love her, nor any of the other women's looks in particular for this reunion. Yeah. It was it, the most wackadoodle. You know what? I think they need to do. I think they need to give them a theme. Like I they, love a theme. Like they do for, um, what's it called? Atlanta. Atlanta. And didn't New York look like they were sort of on a theme? New York? This year? Which were, well... Dip our toe in there at some point. <laughs> I love the looks. It was... It, it, just that alone got me so excited. Yeah. But they but, need like to throw them some guidelines. They need to be like, okay, we're either going to do one color or we're going to do like a couple colors. Here's what you're assigned to. Yeah. I would like a green and like another color. And like the green-eyed bandits and Ashley wear a green. Well, I don't want like two opposing... <laughs> but like shades. Like some not like... We're, like we're wearing like red and blue like mm-hmm. t-shirts or something mm-hmm. but uh and andy needs to coordinate with them too mm. sometimes he looks out of whack yeah like he's in a different show when he does something like when he decides to like wear glasses or something mm-hmm. i'm like this isn't southern charm you can't just like throw that in there yeah um by the way loving blow deck med i'm like Get all out of here. in this is not a het podcast all in. <laughs> uh We're going to take a quick break, and we'll get back with OC, New York, and the premiere of Dallas. So stay tuned. And we're back to talk about Orange County. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm glad we're checking in with Koto Insurance. It's been a while. Yeah. Love Michael. That's his name, right? Michael, yeah, her son. (laughs) Love that old secretary lady. Yeah, what's her name? Elaine or something? It's it's a, it's a very classic old lady name. Um, have you ever deep dived into Michael's Instagram? No. I recommend it. Mm. Um, he's like really into like EDM festivals. Oh yeah, I could see that. Um, do you think that when Vicky retires slash goes away, mm-hmm. um, Kodo Insurance will be around to stay? Uh, I could see Michael cashing out. Oh yeah. Yeah, and so he can go, like, pursue his passion of EDM. Yeah. 
EDM. I could see him living in like a Caribbean island. I would with say like a shack. San Diego. I think he might already live in San Diego. Okay. All those places are close together, right? Sure. But uh, yeah, good checking in with them. Then, oh, and we're talking about a bur- like Vicky's mom visiting via a ghost bird. <laughs> and Michael just keeps on being like, it's just a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I love a supportive son. Because Vicky's dad used to visit by a ghost bird. No, I think the mom told her, whenever you see a bird, that's your dad. Or something to that effect. Okay, so in OC, ghosts are taking the form of birds. In New York, it's a balloon. OC, it's also babies. Like, remember Megan King Edmonds saying babies are inhabited by ghosts? The little ghost boy. This is actually Megan King Edmonds on her website. She has a blog. Mm. She has a blog. We reported on it here because I discovered it one day. Yeah. Um, She has. A blog post about encountering a, the ghost of a little boy um, on that blog. Um, Dear David is shaking. <laughs> That's what it's called, right? I loved. I love. There's like a line in it describing what the the boy is wearing, and and she writes something like, "He's wearing his everyday clothes." <laughs> it's like it's her analysis of this ghost is beautiful. She's trying to be very literary, I would say. Like, she's trying to spin this off into a, maybe a book of essays, perhaps? Yes. She said, overall, he was a handsome little boy and well put together in his everyday clothes. (laughs) I picture, like, a little English boy in, like, the 1500s. Somehow made his way to Orange County. (laughs) Uh, We get sisters Shannon and Dodd. Beautiful sisterhood. Talking about dating, divorce, this, This is the night out that we saw documented, like, all over Instagram that one night. And we were like, oh my god, the sisterhood. Yeah. I mean, which was interesting because we also saw documented the Mexico trip. Right. So this was a rare occurrence of us being able to get a peak of OC before it airs. Yeah, before opening, like, the Orange County Register or whatever. Exactly. Um... Though Page Six has been reporting on them a lot more recently. Yeah. I think Page Six is really diving into Bravo stuff more than ever. And I remember, I don't know where I heard it, but uh, someone said, and it really rang true to me, that like paparazzi pop culture culture has died down Mm -hmm. just because of like the access of celebrities in terms of like social media and this or that so it's they're leaning more into this bravo stuff these days Mm -hmm. that makes sense um spencer pratt was on stassi's podcast like last week and was Mm -hmm. talking about just that phenomenon about how they used to be able to get like hundreds of thousands of dollars by staging a paparazzi shoot and now they just can't do that anymore Mm -hmm. yeah people want more than just a picture they want the soap opera. Yeah. So I did like in that sister dinner when they, when they, I don't remember who was saying it to who, but they were like, you have such a big heart. Who knew it was you. <laughs> it was a call back to their iconic fight. Um, oh, my heart, the Mrs. Roper fight. My heart grew 10 times. Uh, I don't know why we got a scene with Gina and friend Tatiana, but it was 
It seems to like Tatiana was floated as like a friend of, mm-hmm. or maybe a possible other housewife because she was there at the first meeting. Yeah, the um, gym meeting, the cut fitness meeting. So sure, didn't didn't take off. Whatever. Uh, okay, so Shannon goes to the exercise equipment store with Tamara mm-hmm. to get guidance. Tamara is offended that Shannon doesn't know where her fitness goals are, and she's also offended that like she's friends with Kelly or something, right? That Shannon is friends with Kelly? She was, like, jealous of, like, their night out before. I think she's, like, upset the single ladies are having fun without her. Right. Is really what it comes down to. Yeah. And then I think she was also upset, like, essentially, like, the the whole you didn't bring me a casserole. Right, right, right. Plot point, which I could do without. Right. I mean, to jump ahead a little bit, like, sure, sad for Eddie. I'm sure this is, like, a struggle for their family. I'm just... I'm so checked out of their family drama. I said this before and it feels like really mean, mean. to say, but like, I, it's too depressing for me. <laughs> it's like, not even depressing, it's just like, I, yeah, that's like really mean and rude and I'm acknowledging that it's like rude to be like, ah, I don't care about to watch this like health issues. He but. just never grabbed my attention. Yeah. And we have house husbands, I mean, we have like housewives, husbands, boyfriends, blah, 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 who sometimes I want to, I want to hear get in the mix. Yeah. Like Chris Larita, come on in. Uh, what, what Cynthia's ex, ex ex-husband. Yeah. Like he always kept it. Peter always kept it interesting, kept it popping. Mm -hmm. Simon Van Kempen. Hello. Hello. I mean, (laughs) you don't even have an Alex without a Simon Van Kempen, but any, there's just like something there, something not there actually. Tamara has, like, too many players in her family that, like, are vying for, like, screen time, and she needs to just, like... Pick a few. Pick one. And I want it to be Shirley MacLaine. Shirley, yes. <laughs> Good to see that Ryan, like, shaved off that scraggly beard, though. I wish there was, like, an in-the-middle, you know? Like, some scruff. I don't need the full mm-hmm. beard. But, like, give us, like, a little bit of scruff. I mean, if we're going to be going in one direction, at least it's this one. I'd rather go with Harry Styles. Oh, my God. Get it one direction. Yeah. <laughs> good one. Uh, <laughs> we learned that David took the bike that Shannon, that he got for Shannon. David is cruel. <gasps> and that preview next week of her crying, recounting what went down in the courtroom... Yeah. It was very upsetting. Ooh. And I've been sort of, like, paying attention to the drama and, like, the text that Shannon gets from David mm-hmm. and like it's actually very interesting if you're like paying attention to the behind the scenes drama because Jeff Lewis has sort of like been acting as like Shannon's Carol yeah because yeah, yeah. Shannon can't say certain things herself yeah but like she sent screenshots of like the text that David sent and he like has a radio show on like Radio Andy yep, and he's yep, been yep. like apparently reading them like every time and then like J- David's mad at Jeff Lewis now I've been so checked out of flipping out for years at this point, but I w- would not mind Jeff Lewis popping up on OC. Same. He always, whenever he's involved in like housewives stuff, it's, it's like, always down and dirty. Yeah, like his stuff with Brandy Glanville. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look it up if you don't know. Well, also as covered in our Mike.com article. Oh yeah. Of drink throws. Uh, okay, so we got Emily copyright attorney by day. Party planner by night. What is that? Copyright attorney? 
No, like... Party planner by night? How does an attorney have time? Uh, it feels like both are just kind of like... Hobbies? In, in, like, she's in the office when she wants to be, not in when she doesn't want to be. Mm-hmm. Par- planning parties when she feels like it. Mm-hmm. It feels like... What's her name? Perry is really carrying this family. <laughs> the the, the mother in law Yeah. Love her. She's a star? Barry? Uh, I wouldn't say star, but she wanted an orange more than I think Emily even wants an orange. <laughs> like, she was getting scream time left and right. Give Co- her that fucking orange. Cozying up to Kelly Dodd. She's also, like, three feet tall? She's three feet tall, three pounds. Uh, she's a sight to behold. Yeah, love her. Speaking of sights to behold. I think she's a star. I think she has the potential to be a star, but, I mean, she is a woman of her mid-70s, I want to say, which could be a bridge too far for the Bravo Cinematic Universe. Well, I mean, like, we had, like, Mama Elsa. I know, but in terms of, like, actually getting an orange... Oh, well, yeah, she's not going to get an orange, but, like, we'll, like, appreciate her in the way that we appreciate, like, a Mama Elsa, Shirley MacLaine, uh, um... And she appears to be in fine health, so mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about like medical scares with her. What was Jill Zarin's mom called? Gloria. Gloria. I almost said Ginger. <laughs> That's the dog. Mother's not happy. Uh, but sights to behold, Shannon Bador in her poker player outfit. I love it. I loved every minute of it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Making a statement. Got it online. I like... Shannon, when she's here to play, which it feels like she's here to play this season, yeah. um, she doesn't seem to be having as guttural of a reaction to the new girls as she usually does. I mean, like, she obviously doesn't like them, because she never likes the new girls, but, yeah. like, it's not like... Well, neither of the new girls really seem to have any issues with her. Right. So, that's good for them. So, at this little dinner before the poker player thing... Um, the Vicky setting Michael up with her friend thing comes up again. Yes. I love that. I'm like not bored of this. Yeah, I'm not bored of that. It was also interesting Vicky showing up late and having not like a power player position at the table. And I was expecting her to make a big to do about it, like about them starting to eat before she got there. I was expecting her to make the sister-in-law get up and move. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I really thought that was going to transpire. <laughs> like, would you put that faster? No. No. Not at all. Uh, we also kind of check in with that, the, the red scarf man of the West Coast, mm-hmm. who we met last, just last week, who apparently things soured when she bought him an expensive dinner, and then when they were out sunglass shopping, he bought sunglasses that she wanted to get for himself but didn't get her a pair also like she said she paid $700 for dinner and I was like where? yeah like I mean there's places out there but like come on especially in Orange County like what what place out there didn't Heather Dubrow say like there was nowhere good to eat in Orange County (laughs) I think she did say some things to that effect yeah like, she always had to go up to L.A. if she wanted to get a nice dinner. Yeah. She loves going to Las Vegas because she can get a nice dinner there. Mm-mm-mm. I listened. I used to listen to her podcast, but then, like, what's the point if she's yeah, on the show point, anymore? Yeah, that's the point. Come on. Uh, okay, so then Gina's getting lit at poker. Lit. And I feel like there's even more on the cutting room floor that we didn't see. I think it's, like, ordering shots at someone's house <laughs> is wild to me. As, like, 
someone who's our age. Like, I think, like, maybe we did shots at home, like, when we were young. Yeah. Oh, like, back in, like, the college days, I did it. Oh, but you didn't drink during college. I did a shot last night. Because mm. um, my coworker was leaving, and I, like, for some reason was, like, we need to do shots of whiskey. Oh, you suggested it. Wow. Look at you. I think what happened is, like, I had to meet a minimum, putting um, in my, ca- my car, and I don't know. So you wanted to, like, move on? Yeah. Uh... I liked the part, though, where Gina's saying, you guys are pusses, and Tamara thinks sh- she doesn't know... How, what, to how, say pussies? Like, to say pussies, and it's like, <laughs> no, Tamara, like, people have, like, slang and sayings, like... But do people actually say pusses? Yeah. Like, that must be, like, a, this area of the country oh, thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, if you grew up in this area of the country, right? Mm, sure. I mean, I get, like, Gina was saying this episode... Her best friend is someone who's also a transplant from, like, the East Coast as mm. well. I mean, like, East Coast is better. Yeah, best coast, baby. No, that's not how that works. I know. East Coast, <laughs> best coast. <laughs> East Coast, beast coast. I mean, our best um, housewives are on the East Coast. Yeah, hello. Just saying. Okay. So, Gina also says, it's not, when they're talking about, like, poker faces and poker players blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. it's not fair you guys have had so much botox i'm rocking my natural face i was shocked someone didn't jump over the poker player table i know i know i'm trying to remember who registered as the most offended i think it was, I think shannon. It was shannon and she was like i've only had botox like five times yeah i think it was more but i think it was more directed to like tamra mm. And Vicky, because yeah. both of them have had very public yeah, yeah, facelifts. Yeah. Public journeys. Yes. Did you read that thing about Vicky and, like, the pockets of, like, um, whatever in her face oh, from okay. so much work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. Uh, okay, this part, actually, I didn't cry, but I felt emotional during it. Mm-hmm. When we learned that Vicky invited Michael to Thanksgiving and not Kelly. And I feel I like we knew that, too. Did we? It, like, something about it rings familiar to me. Mm. But, but like, obviously, Kelly took that very hard. Vicky is not a good friend. No. <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't even be trying if I was Dodd. Right. Embrace she has, your... She's contractually obligated to yeah. try. I know, I know. Okay. So... What was weird is then we got the whole Eddie thing, which who cares? <gasps> what if this year at Thanksgiving we get a Shannon Kelly Dodd with all the girls together? Oh, Jolie and the and Ladies of Locke. Oh my God, Jolie and the Ladies of Locke. That's like Josie and the Pussycats. Give Jolie like a, one of those triangles. It's just ringling a ding. You don't think she's a leading woman? <laughs> she's only <a>, yes, <laughs> Jolie's a leading woman. Uh, so we get the Eddie thing, and then we circle back to. The poker night with Shane and Emily recounting how the night ends. Yeah. And Sh- Shane's his name? Yeah. That's a pity, because I usually like people named Shane. Mm. Um, he, like, said... What was his exact words? Like, I... He said, I, get her out! <laughs> First of all, so, like, she was, like... The little girl was in, like, a loft area nearby or something. Why didn't they just move her to her bedroom or something? Yeah. Also, like, you're having people over for, like, a Saturday night poker game, and, like, you're gonna get mad when they're loud? Yeah. I think I think it was maybe because she was the only one still there at this point. Right. I The only other thing is, like, 
I have two things. One, I was like sort of fine with like him being a little pissed off until he said the thing like, "There's nothing I hate more than shrieking women. If there's nothing I hate more than that than old shrieking women. Old or cackling like women old, are not my cup of tea." Like, ugh. get off the show, I baby. Hate, like, what, what do you, you think you were signing <laughs> up for? <laughs> also, like, if Gina was still at the party. Yes. Why did cameraman pack up and go? Yeah. Like, I want to see this. I want the cameraman to be the very last people to leave. Yeah. Otherwise, like, pull some security footage or get someone with their uh, camera phone up. Give Perry an iPhone. Who's Perry? The, the mother-in-law. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on across the country to New York City, baby. New the finale finale usually a finale is a bore uh, and this is how i want to discuss this episode this was maybe one of the best finales of all time i mean we've had good finales not as iconic as not quite as iconic as you stole my goddamn house but or the table flip blah 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 yeah but this was a finale it Action packed no, i think we got out of the way last episode the wrapping up of storylines. Yeah. In order to get this episode. Yeah. Um, it's great watching what was happening inside when I was standing outside. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also interesting that they're kind of playing this off as, not explicitly, but implicitly, that this was the premiere performance when true scholars know that this was the second night of Countess and Friends. Right. That is true. Uh the other thing is, during prep, what really struck me, is being that I didn't go to Countess and Friends, realizing how much she really sticks to saying hashtag Countess and Friends. She gets, like, <laughs> such a kick out of saying the hashtag. Older people love yeah. the hashtag thing. <laughs> uh, prepping with Sone. Oh, no, not prepping with Sone. Sonia talking to Ramona about whether or not she's going to show TNA. And she was like, I did off-Broadway. It's what... Sex tips. It's what the people want. She didn't show TNA on... I saw that show. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, Bethany's getting ready. She talks about how she's expecting to see over-the-top glamour. Maybe a little drag. Mm -hmm. Uh, We get Victoria visiting before the show. And knowing what we know now, knowing what we know now, though actually, I think, I think uh, Luann has actually figured things out with her family. They like, oh. I think they struck a deal where she's keeping the house in Southampton, yeah, um, and then she's gonna buy a smaller place upstate instead of buying oh. like her dream house upstate. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's been doing a media tour. Yeah, this yeah, week. yeah. She was on Megyn Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Megyn Kelly has a lot of housewives on. I think a lot of real celebrities don't want to be on Megyn Kelly. Yeah, sad. Uh, okay. Now we get the girls meeting up before the show. Mm-hmm. Dorinda shows up to Tinsley's efficiency condo looking <laughs> stunned. Dorinda has been, like, serving looks. Stunting pretty. She's the bitch from New York City. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the hair, the makeup, the, the jumpsuit. Ten cents, ten across the board. Love the rainbow jumpsuit. Uh, when they pop the champagne, Dorinda's monologue of waitressing tips 
while opening <laughs> champagne was amazing. Helpful, very helpful. The her delivery of it was so engrossing and engaging. I could watch it over and over. The way you talk about Dorinda is like truly <laughs> wild. <laughs> Uh, and then we get to the meat of this. John was not invited. Yeah. And Tinsley doesn't want to say that Scott was invited that very day. But we all know where that's going. I know. Car- Carol shows up. Kind of looking like she planned, coordinated with, with Dorinda. I know. Both rainbow bright queens. Two sisters. Yeah. Glitters, sequences, looking beautiful. Uh, and then it's like, if John wanted to come, he should have bought a ticket. Rude. Uh, we get to the show. Wait, can I say one thing before we get to the show? Sure. So there was a scene of Bethany, like, getting ready. Mm-hmm. And she was literally in, like, the chair getting her hair and makeup done. Mm-hmm. While complaining that Carol oh. has gotten really superficial. Yeah, It's yeah. like, what? Look in the mirror. The one literally that literally look in, in the mirror. <laughs> Uh, once we're at the show, Noelle's there, sitting with niece. I know. Uh, what's her name? Um, I forget. But the niece. Yeah, the niece. I guess that's why Adam's not there. I feel like, don't they see each other socially still? Didn't Carol say that she sees the niece socially sometimes? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can imagine them, like, being part of a friend group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then Tinsley tells Dorinda which sets Dorinda on fire. Oh. Just the shots of her like sitting there brooding <laughs> where she looked like she did when she was wasted in Cartagena with like the makeup. So Dorinda tells Ramona and then Ramona's shouting across the table to Sonia. <laughs> it's wild. Uh and then we get a peek into Countess and Friends. Mm-hmm. All the jokes, all the delivery, the this, the that. While I would like to go to Countess and Friends, I feel like I've already seen the show. I feel like I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I would have liked to have seen the Borgata show. Yeah. She also picks, like, interesting special... I don't, I don't think she picks, but her producing team picks, like, interesting special guests. Yeah. Like, her Long Island show that was a couple weeks ago um, featured this, like, comedian who I had actually seen at a show oh. who was, like, really funny. Um, who? Kat Cohen. She does, like, musical comedy. It's, like, it doesn't sound good when I'm saying that, but, like, it's really funny. Like, musical comedy, like... She, like, sings songs, but they're, like, stories. Oh, I thought you meant, like, mu- a comedy relating to musicals, like Chicago and... No. Yeah. No, it's, okay. like, stories about, like, her life, but, like, done through song, sure, and they're sure, really sure. funny, yeah. Well, I think, all, isn't that also kind of Bridget Everett's... Yeah, I guess, as yeah. well? It's, like, the Joe's, the Joe, the mm, Joe's pub Joe's scene. Joe's pub scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got... We're cultured. Yeah. We got Rachel Dratch running out. We got all the friends. Renee's there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love and Lace. Bridget Everett, having the time of her life, I've never seen her happier. Well, like, she's a huge house I've seen, so I'm sure she's actually never been happier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, Dorinda's screaming. <laughs> Another Giovanni outfit! Giovanni! <laughs> <laughs> I got those dresses for her. 
I mean, she's like raging. I know. <laughs> uh, I will say, I know that you say that Jernda can't do anything wrong. Uh, she probably did something wrong here. And it's just like, I want her to like, just look in the mirror and like, pull a Sonia where mm. like, you're still fun. Well, everyone was like, oh, you're out of control, yada, yada, yada. And she like turned it around and is like, now like, fun, fine, whatever. Oh yeah, what's so interesting is that Sonia is now allowed to openly get drinks. Right. Remember when she had to be on undercover for years? Well, like, when she was undercover, like, if you just looked at her, and yeah. she was, like, carrying a red wine. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she and Bethany openly went to the bar at the after party. Right. Uh, so, I mean, Bethany and... Uh, oh, the, oh, we have to talk about the dress flying okay. open. Like, I remember when it happened, we were like, oh, my God, like... Did that happen by accident? And But there was also the conversation of, like, no, obviously it didn't happen by accident. Right. If you watch the video, you can see her hand going yeah. to undo it. But, like, now it's 100% on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting how that all played out. It is. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Bethany and Sonia openly saying at the after party that Dorinda needs to go to rehab. <sighs> like, it's just crazy seeing Sonia say that after everything that she's been through. Right. Yeah, it is actually wild. But, like, she's totally in the Bethany train yeah. right now. I know. She'll do whatever Bethany says. She'll be on the Bethany train until Bethany decides to push her off. Yeah. Then we get Bethany and Carol being normal humans. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, my God, we're finally going to get, like, they're going to squash this. They know it's the finale. Like, yada, yada, yada. But then it all got re- reignited once the show started airing. Right. But, I mean, it also also just, like, stopped because um, Ramona came over in the middle of that. Yes. <laughs> and you don't support other women. You know what, Bethany? You know what, Bethany? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, Ramona's been, for the most part, with, with the exception of, like, the other time she yelled at Bethany in the middle of the street with Coco mm-hmm. standing in traffic, has been pretty, like, cool and laid back this season. Right. It was like, fun to get this Ramona back for a minute. And she looks like she's going to come guns a-blazing at the reunion. Yeah. With all the, like... She's the one who criticizes Bethany over the funeral. The Jill Zarin Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I love when when Carol then speaks to Ramona after the, the fight Ramona has with Bethany. Mm-hmm. Giving her, like, lower your expectations. That's what you have to do. <laughs> and Ramona does the classic like it's a revelation and she's so excited by it she's like carol had the best advice (laughs) (laughs) i will say i love like i sincerely love the sisterhood that is carol and ramona and it is like the least calculated sisterhood in my viewpoint because if you look back through the years Mm. they've actually been they've actually gotten along since carol first appeared on the scene like and it always seemed like real and genuine to me yeah they might not hang out all the time but like i think they are amused by each other yeah uh related to this i do want to say i was thinking about ramona kind of is the true og of all the franchises explain this no one has ever called for her head in terms of getting her off the show right like she has maintained 
like the perfect equilibrium in terms of like being interesting, but not being like oh like taking over the show. I think like Vicky the closest it's ever come was season four, but then it was like it was like her and Jill finally came to a head, and only one could survive. Yeah. And it was Ramona. Because production hated Jill. <laughs> but, like, production hates Ramona, too. Yeah, yeah. That was the year, and I love bringing up this little tidbit that nobody ever talks about, because Ramona got away with, like, some offensive shit that year. She, like, dressed up in a burqa. Oh, yeah. And, like, came out as, like, a joke when they were in Morocco. Yeah. It appeared in the trailer for the season, but yeah. Ramona maneuvered and convinced production to get it removed from the show. Which, apparently, if you've listened to interviews with, like, Kyle Richards, mm-hmm. says how that's impossible, mm-hmm. and Ramona did the impossible. She, yeah. She got footage off the show. But you can find the trailer on YouTube for that season, and it's there. Yeah. Uh, then it's really, like... Dorinda and Luann fighting. Mm-hmm. Dorinda storms off. I love Dorinda at the coat rack saying to Carol, stand up for me, stand up for me. <laughs> as she's like running out. Uh, and then like we kind of end on a weird note with Tinsley giving those stupid pillows. Right. What happens? Like Tinsley was being so corny. Tinsley is acting. Yeah. At like, all times. Like she come like she came into that scene with like things to say. Mm-hmm. Palm Beach, jail. Then it's like <laughs> and she's like hamming it up with those pillows like in front of Luann's family. Yeah. It's so weird. So weird. Preview for the reunion. The preview for the reunion was so well done. The extended cut one, yeah. like where you where you see all of them come in. Yeah. You see Carol saying, the dream team. So well done. Yeah. I like that they, like, are coming in. I like how they had to get their makeup done somewhere else. And, like, they're all just, like, coming in right off the street. Yeah. All, all of them looking stunned. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait for next week. <sighs> but let's wrap things up with Dallas. Season premiere, baby. So great to have my sisters back. We get a little montage in the beginning of everyone just hanging out with their families. Mm-hmm. And right off the bat, we meet Bruin. <gasps> Bruin is so... Like, I hate babies. Oh. I don't hate babies. I don't like it. They don't excite me. Mm-hmm. Bruin is so cute. He's cute. I like that his hair matches his family. Uh, yeah, that's really cute, too. <laughs> uh, we get a taste of the text messages... Which was really funny, mm-hmm. like Stephanie and Brandy. Stephanie saying, "Like I found, I found your baby. Like I found the baby you're gonna adopt." And Brandy's like, "Is it a dog or is it a baby?" Right. I find this like this is we've never had. I think we might have said this about them before, but this like really cements it. I don't think we've ever had like a friendship on this show mm. as like deep and actually like meaningful. And I'll be interested to see what happens when Stephanie and Leanne start to become friends later this mm. season, because I know that's happening. Yeah. Also, did you, I thought we were getting the baby much later. I thought so too. I thought we were going to be on a journey to yeah. meet this baby. That's why I was shocked to meet the baby in the first scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, there were a lot of shocking things. Like what else? Uh, the Leanne and Deandra going to mindful meditation. I feel like the Dallas uh, editors 
spoke to the Potomac editors mm-hmm. and cooked up some beautiful ideas, beautiful scenes. Yeah. The flashback during Mindful Meditation to all the times lands act up <laughs> is great, especially for people like joining us for the season. Right. To really get a taste of like what what are we talking about here? Right. I'll be interested to see how the ratings are because I Not feel like great. they aren't. <laughs> no. Oh no. Like really bad, like down from last year. Uh, I don't know relation to last year, but I want to say it was like 750. Ugh. Like we didn't hit a million. Oh well. And we're at the nine o'clock spot this year too. I know. And with the New with York, New York even though New York isn't like a yeah. ratings juggernaut. So we are planning a fourth anniversary party. This a is, milestone. It's like <laughs> this is like when Ramona had her seventeenth wedding anniversary. <laughs> Well, I guess the problem is, like, Deandra joined the show right after getting married, mm-hmm. which is not the way to do it. Right. But here we are. But more importantly, we catch up with what's going on with Dee and Deandra. And it's not great. Deandra revoked the keys, <laughs> took the company back, and is now not even speaking to Deandra, really. So Deandra seems to be leaning into her husband's family a little bit more while maintaining her position at the job. It's like an interesting thing because like, I know this is like an actual business, so it's not, they're not thinking of viewers, but like Mama D became a fan favorite last year. So like, why would she want to make it contentious between her and her daughter and more screen time, baby? Oh, I would think like less screen time. Uh, well, she shows up to this fourth anniversary (laughs) party. Uh, we get Court and Cameron hollering about Sparkle Dog in front of their children. Because it's like making no money. Yeah, and she wants to just like pour more money into it. Didn't didn't people say that that shit gave like dogs diarrhea? Yeah, and stuff. But it seems I think she wants to like divert it to merch. Mm. Which would be better, but like how people are already doing that shit. Like, there's so many brands like selling like pink dog, dog wear merch, yeah. like Paris Hilton kept them employed for years for sure uh, we check in with Leanne and Rich uh, she explains the eye patch which has just kind of gone unexplained for a long time mm-hmm. uh, it's just some sort of vision thing but more importantly the big thing between them is they got engaged all this time ago and they don't even have a date set yet was it really that long ago? Uh, I think that there was there was a long time between when Dallas filmed and aired, and aired last the second time. Se- the second season. Remember, it was like well over a year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and the answer is clear. Leanne wants a spinoff. Yeah, like that's why they haven't gotten married yet. She's trying to like get something, but like. If the ratings for this... Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, be happy with, like, a three-episode arc on, on the, the show. show. Yeah. I mean, give, give us something from the show. Yeah. make Let's make this show a success. Or first. let's do it... Let's do the wedding in the clubhouse. Stop. <laughs> she would. But, like, I would love Dallas have a wedding. Like, we get a fun bachelorette party. Yeah, with lots of dicks. They love penises. Like, that whole arc would give us so much to work with. Mm -hmm. But it seems like they already have stuff to work with, so. Right. Okay. 
we get oh so i guess deandra and brandy hate each other now because deandra was talking shit about brandy why do they hate each other uh, deandra said brandy's eyes are always like falling asleep and she uh uses adderall oh but that's the opposite right well well i yeah i guess she's using adderall to combat combat her sleepy eyes oh but Brandy defends herself by saying she has a prescription for Adderall, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. That's why Brandy's not... I don't know if she's invited or decides not to go or how that transpires. Mm-hmm. In the preview, we see Brandy walking up to the party, which is I love that amazing. they don't care about invitations. Yeah, no, just show up. <laughs> Gift in hand. Carrie and Leanne meeting up and just resolving it in five seconds. I, I feel like Carrie wasn't even on her lunch break for work and just <laughs> put that on to grow sympathy for her. Well, we did love it when she did it the first time. I know. And I think she knows, knows we, that people yeah. liked it in season one. Yeah. I think season two, people kind of turned against her a yeah. lot. So now she's trying to like, she's get trying that. to grow the compassion. Yeah. And she's got that laser business now. It sort of reminds me of like, it's like a visual version of, Vicky always saying that she's working. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working, I'm working. Come on, do you people not work? Uh, yeah. I mean, they squash in five seconds. Good, that's how Good. it's done. Keep it moving. Yeah. Well, let's find something new to fight about and then do that. Well, they have to, like, pivot and fight with other people for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. You let's know? mix it up. Choose your fighter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So we got a gay table. Uh, no, a pride, a gay pride table. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was a gay pride table or something. At this, what was the benefit for? No, it's it's the it's the fourth anniversary. Oh, that was at the fourth anniversary. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I know. I know it's a lot. <laughs> uh, now I have a conspiracy theory. What? Queen Taylor from yes. season one. He made an appearance. He made an appearance. He's like shuffling in behind. I want to say Carrie and stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't hear a peep out of him. He's orbiting the ladies as they're just they're talking. You think he's about to hone in? I would venture to say he apologized to Leanne about the shooting in the basket thing. But they put that scene on the cutting room floor. Oh. Because he was orbiting when they were all talking, and then the scene just kind of cut, and I could picture like him weaseling his way in there. Interesting. Um, who's he friends with allegedly again? I want to say like the, the younger girls, maybe Brand, he was Brandy with and Brandy, Steph. right? Yeah. stuff. Cause they were like giggling about the shit stuff. Cause Leanne has age appropriate gays yeah, yeah, yeah. who have met and spent mm-hmm. time with. And you are one of them. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> uh, we learned D was engaged 14 times. I love that giving Danielle Staub a run for her <laughs> money. Danielle is trembling. <laughs> There's a new D in town. <laughs> uh, okay. And then D's kind of just like talking shit while mic'd to anyone who'll listen. Love it. Love it. Uh, Deandra spells Leanne's name wrong on the table. Uh, Love that place too. Card. Love that too. And I've said this last season, and I'll say it again: Deandra's the matriarch. 
okay argue your case? Well, if it's not her, it's Leanne. And Leanne's too wild. And too many people don't like her mm-hmm. in the cast for her to be the matriarch. Right. Like, they all respect Deandra. Even when they're not getting along with her. That's true. Even for, like, for Brandy to come with present in hand is, like, puts Deandra in the matriarch role. Yeah, that makes sense. Have we ever had a not first season matriarch? Candy? Uh... Candy. I guess it was Candy. Because, like, Nini left for a little while. Or, um, Nene as... As, as someone says. <laughs> uh, okay. One of the few things that was interesting that Carrie said was give Stephanie four glasses of wine and she's happy anywhere in terms of Stephanie being seated next to Leanne mm-hmm. and, like, getting along all of a sudden. It's true. <laughs> yeah, we did. Same goes for me. Yeah. Uh... And then, I, that's pretty much it for this episode. It's a to be continued. We got stuff coming next week with Brandy showing up. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's off to a good off start. Off to a good start. I was engaged. Especially when you're, like, putting one Housewives episode after another. Right. That was, like, a, a lot. Yeah. I watched all four episodes yesterday. That's crazy. Which is a nightmare. But listen, gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, let's wrap this show up. Sure. With... The Freak of the Week? The Freak of the Week. Brandon. I'll go with the Freak of the Week. It's also Dallas-related because it pisses me off because they get no fucking respect. Yeah. The producers... The Freak is the producers of Real Houses Dallas for not filming new title cards. Yeah. We're still using title cards from when... From season one. From season one when Deandra and Carrie weren't even in the picture. I know. So it's like from Cameron. a different... Oh, yeah. Cameron. Yeah. Um, it's just like from a different era. Um, they need to redo it like... It's 2018. Modern it up. Yeah. Uh, Modernize it, I guess. Although, on the other side of the coin, I don't like the direction the other franchises are going with spacing the women out and, like, we're not in the V-bird formation. Right. We're, like, just all standing miles apart from each other. Right. How is that? What are they going to do for New Jersey, I think? Are they going to space them out? Four women just (laughs) Just standing so far apart. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> Poor woman. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're the freak. Please just, like, remedy it. Remedy C- get it. Get them in shoots tonight. Tonight. Come on. <laughs> They'll show up. Come on. They will. <laughs> but our one true queen. Very sad news. Today, we learned of the passing of Aretha Franklin. Things have been uh, touch and go for a while now, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. But she did pass away. And obviously... There's not an explanation as to why she's the one true queen, but in relation to the show, our show here, uh, she does have an interesting connection to the Bravo universe, Mm -hmm. being that, like other icons such as Beyonce, she is a fan of the Bravo cinematic universe. Right. In an interview with Wendy Williams, she says, love Real Housewives of Atlanta, love Nene. She came to my Christmas party. I invited her. She is something else. And then she was talking to Wendy about how much she loved the clip of Nini yelling at Star Jones and The Apprentice. Oh my god. Which is really like, she has her reality television down. She really does. Uh, then apparently, this was a year ago when I think Andy was on his second book tour. He was on The Colbert Show. Mm-hmm. Talking about the fact that he wasn't currently keeping a diary anymore, but an event took place that made him want to write down like what transpired. Mm-hmm. And that was when Aretha Franklin 
summoned him for tea. So he says, I actually had the occasion to have tea with the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. She summoned me to tea. I think she really wanted to prime me for information about the Atlanta Housewives, if the truth be told. Well, I thought she wanted to collab with me on something. But the amazing thing was at the end of the conversation, she said, and he says they hung out for 40 minutes, she says, well, let me get your number. And I said, great. And she put me down in her phone as Mr. Cohen slash Housewives. So I'm Mr. Cohen Housewives. So we love you, Queen. I mean, the world loves you. Yeah. So... That is it for this week. I will not be here next week, but the show must go on. Brendan will be here with a special guest co-host with him. It'll be interesting. Uh, but for the time being, you can follow me at IDKIDK. You can follow Brendan at NotBrendan on Twitter. You can join the Facebook group, having great conversations. You can call us at 717-47-FREAK if you have any thoughts about anything. You can email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And... You can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. Brendan, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.